HavanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. So this episode of Top 8 Magic is going to be entitled Save, Delete, and Set as Wallpaper. Sure. Let's start with, wait, is it colorless and white? Yeah, we'll do colorless and white. I think what? we'll start on wallpaper. So, uh, hold on, hold on. But are there no artifacts? Uh, no, there's some artifacts, too. So, we have to do all the colorless, then. All right, maybe we'll come back. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. All right, we'll come back. White, then. <laughs> well, yeah, white it is. All right, so, uh, starting off, Obzon Advantage. Is it like card advantage? It is not quite like card advantage. Uh, one W for an instant. Target player sacrifices an enchantment, so it's a diabolic edict for enchantments. Bolster one, and then uh, bolster says choose a creature with the least toughness among creatures you control. Put a plus one plus one counter. I mean snap save, right? Yeah, I think so. So like, no matter what you're hitting, it's probably okay. Um, how do you think this card compares to erase? Well, the thing is, you can cast this card even when you can't cast an erase. You don't have to have a target enchantment. You can use this as a combat trick. It becomes a crappy feat of resistance, which is still pretty good sometimes, you know, in a, in a battle between creatures of the same size, you know, just putting the plus one, plus one counter on something. I don't know. I mean, I don't think this card's great. I don't think it's going to... I don't know. I don't think it's going to see a ton of play, but I could also see a situation where there's, like, a hexproof enchantment or enchantments gain hexproof or... Say your opponent is playing Abzan, I'm sorry, um, Jeskai Ascendancy, and you're playing Jeskai Ascendancy. Would you rather have this card or a race? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd probably I, rather have a race because it's one cheaper. Yeah, but this, like, the only, the, my point is, I think this card loses value when there are more than one enchantment with different names on the table. Sure. So, like, if you're playing against like one of the goofball Naya decks that I've made recently, and then, like the opponent gets what to pick, talking, what are you talking about? If they kill your, if they kill your Nylea's presence, you lose everything you yeah. built. No, sorry. You oh yeah, every, like, you lose, you lose that. Yeah, but house. I will just sacrifice one of my many chain to the rock. Right. Right. right, right. I can either sacrifice this chain to the rocks or this Nylea's presence and all these. All chain the chain to the, the rocks. rocks. Right. So, but like. I think that it, it gets bad when, um, when like you're playing against like Sadisi Whip or something, sure. and your opponent's got like a Whip, a Doomwake Giant, and a Corsair this, this, in play. This, this, card, this card is not very good against Constellation. Yeah. This is it's better against just it's it's probably pretty good in the Jeskai Ascendancy Mirror. Like so I was thinking it's like probably pretty good when you have more than four races, right? Like there are people like some races and some Deicides or something. I could see this card being played over Deicide, maybe, and look, Bolster and also, 1 also, is a, And also in a situation where there have been cards where target protect, permanent gains protection from a color, yeah. kind of instance. Um, this gets around that. Well, this kills gods also, right? Like, So even though gods are indestructible, oh, yeah. people yeah, have yeah, to yeah. sacrifice it. So right. I, I think this card's a snap save. I, I mean, oh, I, like, I, actually, I like it I like it for yeah. gods, because I think, um, I think you're going to see... I think you're going to see Kerferos 
starting to pop up. Yeah, uh, there's a crinkling sound you might hear, dear listeners. That's me eating a scone. Some delicious scone. But um, look, it's right. not as bad as a freaking motorcycle, which is a typical thing Ooh, you hear. It's not here. It's not here. Well, we started it a little late. Okay. So OBS on Runemark. I think we can probably just say safely delete, but I'll 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 confirm. I think all the rune marks are probably not bound for constructed. 2W for an aura enchanted creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, plus two. Enchanted creature has vigilance as long as you control a black or green permanent. Do any of them give lifelink? Maybe. Lifelink and trample, maybe? Because <laughs> if one of them gave lifelink and trample, I'd be pretty happy so with you're, that you're, card. You're, you're making the comparison to Armadillo Cloak, obviously. Or um, Unflinching Courage. But right. Like, these are, these are, like, even more restrictive than Armadillo Cloak, yeah. right? Like, Armadillo Cloak required two colors of mana, but this requires an actual different permanent. Yes, we were removing it from album. Is okay. that Vigilance it gets? Yeah. I think if they're lifelink, we'd be having sure. a conversation. And the reason is, obviously, Heliod's Pilgrim makes any aura maybe playable. You know, you at least think about it for a second. Uh, so, Obzon Sky Captain. Uh, four mana, so three W, for a flying bird soldier, two two. When Obzon Sky Captain dies, bolster two. So that's choose a creature with the least toughness among creatures and put two plus one plus one counters. And bolster is an ability that's not worth a card, right? It's it's a half a card. Yeah, it's not worth a card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in the case, what's the first card we looked at? Uh, the Obzon. Uh, Obzon advantage. Yeah. So in that case, we're talking about a direct comparison between like a terror and an edict, which is basically you know. Samesy, samesy. I've so, already just gone ahead and removed the Sky Captain. No matter from what, the then folder. one of them just gets a bolster bonus. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye, Sky Captain. <laughs> I mean, it's a four mana 2 2. Yeah, yeah. Arashian Cleric. Let's go. Let's Arashian go. Cleric, 1W for a 1 3. When Arashian Cleric enters the battlefield, gain three life. How much? Two mana. So it's, like an, so it's like an Augur of Bolus kind of stats. But instead of looking at the top of your library and maybe selecting a really useful card. <laughs> You instead gain three life. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's a keeper. Do you really? It's not very good. But like a direct comparison hey, between this like card and Augur Bolus, I think this card's better than Augur Bolus in most situations. Augur Bolus isn't a real card, right? Sure. Scrying isn't a card, but gaining three life is a card sometimes. Sure. So like let's say you only had this as like a sideboard card against Red Rush. It's actually worth two cards, right? It's sure. worth their next bolt and, like, their, you know, fighting with a, a token sure. or I, whatever. It's actually just, like, if there, nothing else is going on. This is persistent defense against, like, a Goblin Rabble Master right, plus you gain three right. life. It's, yeah, yeah. it's not very good, but right. on the same token that we would say, like, I mean, Nick's Fleece Ram is an excellent card, which is right. that's obviously a little bit different. But, but, I, you, I think but you get three turns of Nick's Fleece Ram for this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just not that bad. Okay. Like, All right, we'll keep it. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm open to delete it. Would okay. you agree or no? I, 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 I was not very quick with the delete because I had a feeling that this was the type of card mm. you could see yourself playing in a sideboard. In some hypothetical deck that you played with white creatures in it. That, for some reason, didn't want Nick's Fleece Ram? Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm imagining we're like some period of time into the future where Nick's Fleece Ram is rotated out. Okay. Uh, Avon Skirmisher. W for a 1-1 one, one flying. So it's just flying man and white. Keep. Bird Warrior. Yeah? Hmm? Where are you going to play that? Where are you going to play that card, Michael? What the hell kind of commie was it? It was like staple. Same stats as a commie. All right. 
You know what I mean? But don't, don't you feel like that the, the power level of standard in terms of the creatures and standard has turned up so much that something like this is not going to have a home? Do you, or do you think something like with maybe some of the bolster abilities, suddenly this you can make this thing into a you know formidable creature? I'm just not the kind of person to play a savannah lion or... What is it like? A, this isn't even a sun-tailed hawk. Right? Sun, sun-tailed hawk, right? This yeah, is yeah. like some sort of like weaker kind of hawk than that. Yeah. Sun, this is well, a sun-tailed hawk. This is a sun-tailed. This actually is a sun-tailed hawk. Delete this. I'm not the kind of guy to play a sun-tailed hawk. I'm not the kind of guy to play a, a you know, a, a savanna lion. My white weenie deck had like, like a slower version of Pyrite Spellbomb, if you recall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of person I am. But I'm imagining the kind of person who's foolish enough to play a white weenie deck, and I, I, I think I, he would play this. I think this is a delete. You could, like, crusade it, man. <laughs> really? You really want to keep it? You think, you think that there'll be some daily event minimum that you can find three months from now, and there'll be uh, an even skirmisher at 3-1 or better? No. <laughs> Shut up, then. I'm removing it. Okay. You gave me that one three guy. <laughs> We're taking I, the I bottom. Can actually, I can actually see the one. Th- I can actually see like the one three guy showing up in two copies in a sideboard of a deck that just needs to get a, buy an extra turn against the red deck to stabilize, or a deck that just needs to buy a turn to get to its end hostilities or something. I don't think I don't think that's something I want to do, but I can see it. Like, would you consider Isamaru Hound of Conda to be a playable card in standard right now? Sure. Two for one legend. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're going to get to a card very similar in a moment. Satan and I did, like, a statistical analysis of metagame <laughs> when Isamaru Hanukanda was legal and standard, and it was correct to play Lantern Kami. If you were, like, opponent unknown, you have one one-drop that you can play. Lantern Kami on turn one would do more damage on average, like, 75% of the time what than Isamaru Hanukanda. What was Lantern Kami? One-one flying for one. Oh, okay. Did more damage than two-two for not flying. Sure. On turn one. And the reason was, like, opponent unknown, right? Sure. Either they would just, like, look, we got two in or whatever, and then they would play a 2-2 perfection from white, or they would play a Sakura Tribelder on the second turn, or they would just play another card that was just better than a 2-2 sure. on the ground. Sure. It's like 2-2 first strike or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? And you're white, so you don't really have any real removal cards. So you're, you get in for two maybe. If they didn't play, like, a 2-2 back or something, you just get in for two once. Or not, like they could just play a 2-2 back or something, or like Legend Rule you, which you can't do anymore, but effectively the same thing, yeah. right? But versus the stupid Lantern combo would get in for like 3.5 points of damage on average or something, which is much better than the, the two, two points and then never attacking again at the 2-2 at the two, two for 1. And so I'm, on that basis, I'm saying it might have been playable. You know, you know what Ismar Hondaconda's not getting past? What? My 1-3... Guy that gave yeah, me he three life. certainly isn't getting past that. So that guy's like worth negative one damage. Right, <laughs> the freaking channel- lantern copy guy's gotten in for five by now. Uh, channel harm, six mana, instant, five W. Prevent all damage will be dealt to you and to permanents you control this turn. Like you don't control. If damage is pre- pre- prevented this way, you may have channel harm deal that much damage to target creature. Six mana, instant. Is that going to be a card that? Instantly deleted. Okay. He said, you said through a mouthful of scone. I thought it was, yeah. All right, Citadel Siege. I think this card's kind of interesting. Okay. Two, two WW. Enchantment. There's so lots rare. of sieges. Yeah, there's lots of sieges. Uh, as Citadel Siege enters the battlefield, 
choose cons or dragons. I don't understand these cards. So which side of the battle are you on? Are you the cons or are you the dragons? Are you being assaulted by dragons or are you defending against dragons? So the cons won the first time, right? I guess so. But Sarkon the Dragon Speaker has traveled I've, back in time. But... I've expended my knowledge of the storyline by I guess so. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out at that point. Patrick Chapin was explaining this whole story about time traveling to me last week and I was just like This story? Yeah. Okay. No, no, not like his regular time Yeah, okay, story. not his regular. No, um, no, this one, yeah, he's just like, no, and he's just like, you know, supporting dragons. And I'm like, man, it's not called dragons of Tarkir. I mean, I guess you want to be on the cons side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I said to Dulce, you the battlefield, choose cons or dragons. Cons. So, if you choose cons. Could it be pros or cons? <laughs> yeah. I th- well, that would have been a good. Oh, my God. That would have been Pro a good or one. con. Ah, oh, we ruined it already. At the beginning it's of- already. Ruined. At the beginning Delete of combat, this podcast. at the beginning of combat, on your turn, put two plus one plus one counters on target creature you control. So every turn, you get to add two plus one plus one counters to a creature at the beginning of combat if you've chosen cons. So you're one. Oh, three, it's a you can, oh, so this is Sky Games, right? Like you can't accidentally put no, it on something accidentally bad do, for yeah, you. Yeah. So you're one three guy that gained you three life. The turn you play this, boom. Well, if we all agree to play fair magic, he's a two five. He's, he's a three cards. five. Really good together. <laughs> no one does anything good. Uh, or, or dragons at the beginning of combat on each opponent's turn, tap target creature that player controls. So, um, so did people what was play that, what, martial law? That was the card that I was going to say. Play Nobody law? played that card, but, and that card was substantially better than the dragon side of this card. Sure. Like so, arresting. Is that called arresting it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Arresting something's better than tapping it, right? Sure. Because even if you tap it, it could still like. I don't know. Use like a zero ability or sure, something, sure. right? Like arrested things can't yeah, walk yeah, yeah. even if they're untapped, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's just strictly worse than martial law if you only have the dragon side. Content, you know, I feel like this is a kind of card that you could just side it in in some matchups your opponent would just lose. Or like, are there matchups where like the board's just gummed up by idiots on both sides? Yes, and one it's dude called just, magic. And one dude just keeps getting plus two, plus two, it, or just keeps tapping down a guy? It's called magic. That's what happens now. Like, I mean, I, I the, the problem is I guess you're taking your turn off and casting a siege rhino to cast this. But like, if your siege rhino is suddenly, you know, a six, seven. I mean, like. Or you're tapping their siege rhino every turn until you get to your turn to find a siege rhino. I feel like if your opponent plays a siege rhino, you untap and play this. Like, you're actually the one ahead, right? You've been trained <laughs> once, and, like, now you're just, like, biding your time until you destroy. I think this card seems pretty good. Okay. All right. What well, do you think? It. I like, like it. I, was, I said I thought it was interesting. It's I don't... friends with End Hostilities and Elsbeth at the same time. Sure. That's actually really interesting, right? Yeah. I, I mean, and there's nothing stopping you from having two of these on the board, one on cons and one on dragons. I mean. Right? There's nothing that's stopping you from two-timing. I think this card's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, another rare. 3W for a zero, 0 Dagatar the Adamant. Dagatar. Or the Adamant, if you prefer. Is he, like, is he saying Snicket? Are those claws coming out uh, of his hand? I think No, I think that's just like some kind of burning tongs. Uh, he's a legendary creature, human warrior. He has vigilance. He is a zero, 0 but he enters the battlefield with four plus one plus one counters on him. He's effectively a four four for so four. Essentially a four four for four. In white, which is interesting. Yeah, and then he has the ability uh, one Golgari Golgari, 
So you can paint green or black for each of the colored. So it's three cards. total. Three total. Move a plus one, plus one counter from target creature onto a second target creature. This card seems pretty bad to me. Yeah, so you can move his counters around. You can move your opponent's counters to your guys. Oh, it seems pretty good if your opponents are playing heroic, but it's too slow, actually. Yeah, there's no good lord. Good lord, your opponent's like, tell you what, here's the deal. I play heroic, you play a deck with this guy. <laughs> we'll see who wins, <laughs> right? Be like, be like, uh, Heliod's Pilgrim, oh, time to get my one singing bell strike. <laughs> I think this card seems pretty bad. Of the ten, is it ten, um straight color with uh, hybrid color activation cost card. So there's five mythics and five regular rares. Um, uh, this is 10 out of 10, right? Like he's the worst so. one by far. And then the best card in the in the cycle and probably the best, in that macro cycle, but probably the best card in the set is the one you talked about last week. Tassiger, the Golden Fang. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, of, the, of that cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's some good cards in that yeah, cycle. Yeah, So we're, we're going to delete him? Yeah. We, I mean, he's badly outshined by sure. his buddy, who's also the other guy in the cycle, sure. right? Uh, Dragon Bell Monk. Sweet name. Bad casting cost. Two, two W for two two. Two we W for. Be, we will be talking about these stats again soon. <laughs> two W for two two doesn't sound too good. Human Monk also promising. With prowess too. Prowess and vigilance. Wow, this guy's got to be a delete. <laughs> I mean. He's a delete just because of other things in the set that yeah. cost the same. Okay, four mana, two, three, human warrior. Dragon scale general. Dragon scale And he's a rare. Oh my gosh, this guy's promising so far. <laughs> At the beginning of your end tap, uh, end step, bolster X. Let's just get this crap out of here. Where X is the number of tapped creatures you control. <laughs> no, nothing? This is garbage. Nothing? I'm just not interested in that kind of a card. Okay. Uh, elite scale guard. Ooh, good How name. How about a five mana two? Three? Can I interest you? You know, uh, you're, <laughs> My you're, you're a little too you're a little too fancy for a four mana two three. You're telling me. Perhaps perhaps I can interest you in a five mana two three. You're like the kind of guy who would be like I'm like I go to the Tesla dealership <laughs> and you're like oh this Tesla, I don't like it. Not in the fuel economy. Like oh yeah, can I interest you in an SUV? <laughs> it's even more expensive. Uh, so this is, I'm just, I, do I even do it's it? just garbage. Get rid of that. It's got a cool name. Why would they give it to such a terrible card? Yeah, it's just five. Minutes. All these things with bolster. I mean, like we started off strong with bolster ish. All right. All right what is the next? Great one? horn crushock. It has a sweet picture. It's a sweet, although, sweet picture. I mean, like the art. I love the art in the set. Like it's unbelievable. Although that's like not really a feasible animal. That no. horn is too big. Yeah. Four W for a three five. We've seen this is like three been pure pure bloods. Will safely delete. I don't even play that one in limited usually. All right. Siege, siege, whatever. What's it called? Sie no, it's not siege. Rhino. Oh, siege mastodon. Yeah, I don't even play that one in limited. Honors reward two W for an instant. Instant, you I like gain that. Four life, so this feels a little survival cashy. Uh oh. <laughs> but it also has bolster too. No, no thanks. It's like a, just a giant growth for three. Well, it's a permanent giant growth for mm, three. It sounds like garbage. And you gain four life. If somebody has said. Well, somebody said, here I have a unflinching courage, but you only get lifelink once when you play that card. Yeah. <laughs> that card is better than this card. Uh, Not better. It's actually right. worse than this one, card. One of still. the cards I'm super looking forward to playing in limited mm. is Jeskai Barricade. Yeah. 1W, uncommon. It's a creature wall, 04. It has flash. It's a defender. But when Jeskai Barricade enters the battlefield, uh, you may return another target creature you control to its owner. Oh, my God. It's you control. Yeah. I mean, it was just another target creature. This card would be like snap best yeah, card yeah, ever. Obviously.
No, the, the, the ones that don't have you control cost five and six. Uh, this card's okay, actually. Yeah, you could see this card in some sort of constructed environment. I mean, yeah, like, 04 blockers with text, sometimes okay. Yeah, and, and, and in a world where manifest is good, this is an interesting card. Like, where, I mean, it, lets you, where it lets you return a manifest spell to your hand. What if you just have a dude who's like, well, I was going to say, like, a master of pearls who's flipped up, right? You yeah. might want to put him face down again. Or, like, which is similar to your manifest yeah, idea. Yeah. More like, maybe you just got, like, a spent... Ice Feather Raven, or you, well, I mean, that's probably not going to happen. Like both those cards aren't going to be in a constructed deck together. But maybe a Siege Mastodon might be, right? Or oh yeah, Siege. So like one eighty seven guys. Siege Rhino. Yeah, Siege Rhino. I'm, I'm yeah. Gonna, I got them wrong. Alright, we'll keep it. I, I think it's okay. Uh, light form. So this card is nowhere near as good as the blue one. That's, one? that's my <laughs> that's my statement. Uh, one, you you you're the guys been looking for lifelink, buddy. Yeah. One WW. When light form enters the battlefield. It becomes an aura with enchant creature. Manifest the top card of your library and attach light form to it. Enchanted creature has flying and lifelink. So essentially, this card is a 2-2 flying lifelink for three. Would you play a 2-2 flying lifelink for three? I must have at some point, but I, I don't think I so want to. I, I might be the number one biggest proponent of Vampire Hex Mage of all magic players, yes. right? Yeah. I was the first player to. I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking even, even, even what is it, Rift Sweeper well, or whatever yeah, it is. I, mean, I played even a lot Rift of Wing. crappy flying yeah, life yeah, yeah. guys. I but I mean, I was, toughness. I was like vociferously the first guy who's like, I think that Vampire Nighthawk is good enough to play in constructed. I'm going to try to play it. Been in some pretty good decks, you know, maybe not the best, but not having Death Touch is a, is a thing. Yeah. The one of the reasons I like the blue one better than this is that you might conceivably play the blue one in like a secret plans <laughs> morph slash manifest deck sure. and i just i just have a hard i mean this guy is a reasonable combination with master of pearls but not on four mana if we're gonna go temple ensure that there's a man no if there is a temple to ensure that there is a master of pearls on top of your deck and then you play this that's basically four mana it's just not good enough right i mean will this card crush people in limited yeah it might be a first pick unlimited. Two two flyer lifelink that has some potential upside. That seems sure. pretty good. Sure. Right. Might be a first pick. Right. I don't if know. If you can unmorph the creature, it becomes. Well, whatever. whether you can or not. Yeah. Even just two two flying lifelink for three. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah. Vampire Nighthawk was the best card overall so, in in its so in what its. Are you, what are you telling me? I would delete this for constructed. Okay. Or remove from album. Okay. <laughs> Lotus Eye Mystics. Your Lotus Eye Mystics. I love this artwork. This piece is gorgeous. Three <laughs> uh, W for three two prowess. Whenever Lotus Eye Mystics enters the battlefield, return target enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. No thanks. Yeah, four mana. Uh, you just tell by commonality a lot of the time. How about, but can play, I interest you in a Mardu Woe Reaper? Well, I'm looking at the silver uh, set symbol, so I'm guessing no. What does this card do? It's white for a 2-1, so it's oh. a Alliance. So I've told you before I'm not interested in playing Savannah well, Alliance. too bad. We're not deleting any 2-1s for 1. Well, tell me why. Uh, well, we wouldn't. We, this could be blank. No, no, I'm just saying. It, just read the rest of it. Whenever Mardu, I'm trying to create drama here. <laughs> You're ruining this. Whenever Mardu Reaper or another warrior enters the battlefield under your control, you may exile target creature card from a graveyard if you do gain one life. This is clearly a playable card. Yeah. I mean, you just and it's play. Also, it's also any other warrior. I mean, you too. just played the first time and you take their Doomwake Giant out of their graveyard if they're playing Sadisi Whip and you're like, wow. Now I don't automatically lose because he had a freaking Doomwake Giant in his graveyard, and I have a 2-1 in my deck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's, like, the minimum bar, 
Right. It's okay. I, by the way, in standard, I think two ones for one are not a viable strategy. Like, sure. There's just so much minus one, minus one stuff, minus two, minus two stuff. This card is going to get played week one. Someone's going to play it. I think this is. I think that if you're in the market for this kind of card, it's okay. okay. Also, the fact that it has a little incremental life gain to it ain't too bad. Sure. It's really, in particular, good horrible against Seder Wayfinder. Seder Wayfinder is like. It's good because it kills one of the things it milled. It's horrible because 2-1 <laughs> versus 1-1 one, one card advantage is a very bad yeah, fight. But, but suddenly this is, you know, on turn 2, you play your Chief of the Edge or Chief of the Scale, whichever one gives you toughness. Yeah. And, you know, and it's... And it, and You're tough. just fearless now. Uh, whatever. Um, I, this is a card I'm very excited about. I like this card a lot. Mastery of the Unseen. 1-W for a rare. It's an enchantment. Whenever a permanent you control is turned face up, you gain one life for each creature you control. I don't even care about that line. Uh, the thing that's interesting to me is 3W, manifest the top card of your library. Um, so this is sort of the non-creature-based form of manifest. I was talking about wanting when we did our sort of little mini-preview last week. So I, I kind of uh, love this card. So it's like James Day Tome-ish. James Day Tome-ish. It, it's... Um, what was the Sacred Lumarch's Mesa. Ascension? Well, yeah, it's, it's very closely resembles Lumarch's Ascension because it costs two to put out. So it comes out so cheaply. Um, like, you know, if you're on the play, you can just play your opponent as like a temple in play at the time you're actually casting right. this card, right? Even if you're on the draw, you know, they might just have like, you know, temple, temple or something. Theoretically, you could play a deck with four of these, and then the rest of your deck is 56... Lands. lands, lands, and spells. You could doesn't like, even matter. I'm saying you could just play Wraths and <coughs> discard and counter spell. You could play like Shaheen Sarani's, like, like a deck that he's talking to on Snapchat right now, you know. Uh, and it would be a thing. And it would be a thing. I mean, you could you could win some games with it. Like I don't know I don't know where you take this. I I really am excited about this card. Um. I'm not really excited by this card, but I will gladly not delete it. <laughs> I think it seems pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it seems pretty good if a certain type of deck is good, okay? Sure. So I'll ask you a question. Let's say I've activated this card four times, and I've got, you know, four two two manifest face-down sure. guys. My opponent casts Bob Blight. What happens? I don't know. They don't have a name, right? I don't They're just face-down they card. Yeah. yeah, okay. I don't think they have a name, yeah. So what happens if I manifest a... Um, a uh, Delver of Secrets with this. I, I also don't know the answer to <laughs> that. Please tell me in the comments because I do not know what happens. Because it seems to me like this is a, something that no one thought through. I believe you get a face down... A face down 1-1 one, one is my guess. A face down 1-1, one, one, yes. Yeah. You, get, you get the front face of the card face, face down. down. Unless it can't be turned face down. Right? Like, I don't <laughs> no, know what happens. It seems confusing to me. Oh my gosh. All right. Someone, I need to figure this out before I do it. Is the next draft. Pro Tour modern? I think that somebody qualified for it should just play that combination <laughs> just so that we can find out. Like uh, Toby Elliott or someone will be there. I mean, people and they can talking, tell you. People were talking about it on our mailing list today. I'm sure there's an answer there. Uh, Monastery Mentor. Oh, so this, this is a, we've a, talked about. This a is, two and a white this for is your a two wallpaper, two. Right? Like, this, is, this is not my wallpaper. This is not your No, wallpaper. it is not my wallpaper. It's not even runner up for my wallpaper, I think. Really? Yeah. I mean, this card's super exciting. Two, two W for two two human monk. We talked about these stats. Mythic rare, but it's a mythic rare. It has prowess, and whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a one one white monk creature token with prowess onto the battlefield. Yeah, so we was talking about this card before. It was uh, Patrick Chapin's preview card, uh, exclusive preview on Star City Games. 
premium, or not premium, just regular Star City yeah. games last week. Um, obviously, card people are going to play. Put some thought into it. I think based on the incentives in the format, this card is probably on average going to be worse than Brimaz. However, if you're playing against blue-white control, they're pretty much dead. <laughs> like, like, if this thing resolves, they're dead. Well, you have so many choices. Like, if you want to make, if you want to play a three-drop that makes tokens, yeah. you have so many options right now. Yeah, I mean, like... I, you, have, you have Rabble Master, you have this, you have Brimaz. The, the problem is, in Standard, there's not enough cards you would actually be willing to play without Monastery Mentor on the battlefield that are cheap enough to get a lot of value out of it. Or there's just not. Like, if you're playing Modern, I, I don't even know if this card's good enough for Modern. It probably is, but if you're playing Modern, you, can, you have, like, every Gataxian Probe and Serum Visions, blah, 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 that you want to play. You have all, all manner of Opts that no one actually plays. You have, like, zero... I, I see this I see this being, like, maybe even the top end of a Heroic-style yeah. deck. Well, there's, like, Gut Shots you can play, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But in Standard, the spells you want to trigger this cost two, and they're fairly slow, right? Like, uh, I'm gonna cast uh, Ordeal of Heliod, get one guy. My deck doesn't even have enough, you know, non creature spells to make the one ones that exciting. It's obviously a playable card, but I think on average, a regular deck reg versus regular deck, Brimaz outperforms it. Plus, I think that the fact that there's cards like Wild Slash being printed means that if you tap out for Monastery Mentor on turn three and you're not playing against Blue White, he's probably just dead. Sure. I mean, that's, I, I think, or so therefore you're playing a long game with it. Well, God's willing, he won't be. <laughs> God's willing, he won't, no, or nor will his new friend. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're saving that, obviously. Pressure point, 1W, tap target creature, draw card, instant, common. Oh, so this is a picture of, like, a ninja, or, like, a kung fu master, actually. Yeah. Like, Taking down a dragon. Beating like, a dragon with a punch. Or, like, hitting a pressure point and making him pass out, like... Um, you know. I mean, conceptually, this is the greatest card I've ever printed. <laughs> uh, who, who is it? Who's the master of Flavor Draft? Is it, is it Ben Stark? It is Ben Stark, yes. So, I mean, this has just got to be yeah, first the first apex of, yeah. of Flavor Draft, right? Yeah, how about for... No, we are not removing it from album! How could the greatest Flavor Draft card of all time be removed from... No, you are not hitting that button. It's a freaking Kung Fu Master knocking out a dragon. You stop this. You stop this, sir. So you're going to play this? I have played worse cards than this in Constructed. I played Crippling Chill, which is basically this card, but for three mana. You played Crippling Chill in Constructed? I did. What? I mean, it was in a battle deck. I played like every cantrip I could. I mean, I guess, I guess this is an interesting card with Monastery Mentor. It's, this card is not bad. It says draw a card on it. Okay. It's right. not it's right, it's not it. the best card in the color, but I'm not deleting it. Right, Look at the it. cards we kept. <laughs> Seriously, straight straight up. Who do you think is going to win more games, Pressure Point or Master of the Unseen? Master of the Unseen. BS. Wide BS. BS. Well, um, who's going to win more games, Pressure Point or Mardu War Reaper? Mardu War Reaper. No, Pressure by a Point. Wide no. <laughs> or Jeskai Barricade. I'm willing to delete Jeskai Barricade. <laughs> I only kept that because of you. All right, uh, Citadels. How about Arashian Cleric? <laughs> this card is not very also good. Also willing to delete. <laughs> pressure Point is better than this. And, 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 Abzan Advantage. I'm not sure that it's better than Pressure Point either. All right. We're keeping pressure point. It's not very good. We are not deleting it. <laughs> it is not going to be deleted. You are a heartless talisman. All right. I'm just, you know, trying to be tidy here. Uh, rally the ancestors. Ooh. 
It has an X, X in the casting w, cost w. and a gold mana symbol. Yep, it's a rare instant. Return each creature card with converted mana cost X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Exile those creatures at the beginning of your next upkeep. Exile Rally the Ancestors. Wait, wait, return. So this card basically says, we had this really fun idea and design. It was too good. And by good. the time we got done with developing it, no one had any fun. <laughs> All right, so you cast this card at Living Deaths. So these guys have better be partying now because they ain't partying next turn. You can do it at the end of your turn. It's the beginning of your next end step, right? No, so it's beginning of... Your next end step. So I can do this at the end of your turn, untap. Oh, then I have an have army. The, and have an army. Well, this card seems like it's a lot of work. <laughs> so like, I think to myself, hey, some cards are good. They seem like they're a lot of work. A card like that is Jeskai Ascendancy. If you look at, like, Lee Shi Chan's version of that deck, that's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't even know all the names of the spells <laughs> that he played. What is it, like, what it was, like, Tividan Seeking or something? What's Tygon, Tygon Scheming. Yeah, Tygon. I wasn't close on you either were, word. Okay? Were, I don't even know the names of the I cards. Think, I think you could rhyme your, yeah, the yeah. two cards. I don't know what that card does. Okay? I remember I was watching the coverage. You or Marshall or Elsie or something like, this is not the kind of card you typically want to play in Magic. You could just remove the word typically, okay? <laughs> and yet, yeah, the yeah. man not only top-aided, but he did well again in another Grand Prix with yeah, the yeah. same strategies yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah, did well at the World Magic, at the World Championship too with it. This card is much less ridiculous than those cards he played. The top eight of Pro Tour. Agree or disagree? Uh, agree. It's less ridiculous. Agree. I would still not save Tygon Scheming. No, Rally the Ancestors. I understand. You're going to delete Rally the Ancestors? I, I mean, are you gonna see, do you see someone, do you see this card getting played? All right, what if I'm an idiot with a bunch of little guys in my deck, and you're an idiot with a bunch of little guys in your deck, and one of us wins so game you're, one. You're saying this is the... I one mean, of us wins game one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who. I signed this thing in. And then in game two, we just hit each other like a bunch of morons. With like a fish in each hand, and we're hitting each other with the fish. It's just, and it smells like fish. Your face is cut, but not by the strength of my strength, but by the scales of the fish. The worst part about this fight is that we both think like fish, and that at the end of your turn, I rally the ancestors. You're dead, but idiot. Who stinks like fish? But like you, you're relying. I mean, I guess maybe it's a sideboard card, but like you're relying on your opponent killing your creatures. You have no way. You can get your creatures killed. Right, like so, Chapin played four Anafenses in his uh, in his most recent version of Abzan, and you know people are like, "Well, she played four Anafenses. It's a legend." Blah blah blah. Like, Look, I'm going to swing Anafenza at my opponent. Sure. I have every opportunity to get Anafenza killed. By the way, if I have an Anafenza in play, the opponent has a high incentive to kill it. It's very bad for him, right? right. Yeah, yeah. It's ruining his strategy. And if he doesn't kill it, he takes four. Look, what else do you want from a three drop? <laughs> right. So you can get it killed if you want to get your guys killed. You can. It's not that hard. Yeah. So. What if you just anger the gods to all your guys? They would be off the battlefield. That's not very good with this card. No. Um, you so, think this card is a delete? That's your opinion? I, I, I don't feel like anyone's going to play with this card outside of Commander. All right. So what's a reasonable casting cost for a card? Four? Four. Well, this card, if you had it for four, and a bunch of little one and two mana dorks in your graveyard, we'd get them all back. Right. It's just the good cards that you can't get back. Yeah. By the way, you're talking to someone who's multiple times in his life, in tournaments that he's won, cast a Colonian Hydra for X equals 18 or greater. <laughs> like, I have done this activity. So, so you're saying, you're saying like, in, in a fair fight, like, where you're like, I'm playing creatures, your opponent's like, I'm playing End Hostilities. 
and you get in for 12 damage with your creatures. You, you play a Hardu Woe Ripper on turn one. You play like a, um, you know, you play some Chief of the Scale. You hit for three. Uh, you know, you, you attack the next turn. Your opponent, your opponent gets to turn five somehow, casts uh, end hostilities. You, at the end of that turn, go rally the ancestors for three, and you have four creatures. They come back, and you smash right. on an empty board. Let's say I'm is not. That, e- is that what you're talking Let's about? Let's say I'm not even an idiot. Okay, I'm just pretty stupid. Okay, okay. And I have just regular cards. All right, my cards are like Sylvan Carry added, Corsair of Crufix, Anafenza, Siege Rhino, some of which have white mana symbols. Right. There's four more colors and colorless and. Goals. Hold on. Hold on. You're playing like Esper Control or Blue White Control or whatever. You cast an End Hostilities and you play a Planeswalker. You play and you're like playing defense, playing distance. I just do nothing, do nothing. Play land, play land. Do nothing, do nothing. You're like, all right, shields are down. Elspeth, make three tokens go. And I look at you and I'm like, idiot. And I'm like, this thing drained you with however many Siege Rhinos I get back. It's not that much mana. It's only six. Sure. Okay. Drain you for however many siege rhinos I get back. I probably have a pretty good battlefield, even if it's only for one turn. And I, what if I just have two siege rhinos? Obzon whip. Like, what if this becomes the Obzon whip deck instead of well, instead like, of whipping? Yeah. Okay. What if I'm just getting siege? It's for six mana. You've talked. I can just get siege rhino back. You, you, or for six mana, I could get two siege rhinos back. Or for six mana, I could get four siege rhinos back. Are you you still think this card isn't good enough? No, you swung me around. I mean, right? I think this card's okay. I, I'm I'm ready to play Obzon Whip. <laughs> okay. Uh, you might even main deck this card in Obzon Whip. Yeah. Uh, Sage's Reverie. Well, this is also a four mana card that's not nearly as good as the previous one, but yeah. as a picture like you're in the Matrix or something. Yeah, three W for an it's enchantment like a aura. Net runner card. <laughs> Not a magic together. Uh, 3W for an enchantment aura, enchant creature. When Sage's Reverie enters the battlefield, draw a card for each aura you control that's attached to a creature. This is an aura, so yeah. it replaces itself, so this goes right into the mental magic cannon. Right? Okay. Uh, enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one for each aura you control that's attached to a creature. Wow, that's a lot of text. Yeah. Delete it. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, care. Sand, Sandblast, 2W. Sandblast deals five damage to target attacking or blocking creature. <laughs> Delete it. Uh, Sandstep Outcast, two W. Uh, when sand, for a two one, when Sandstep Outcast. Not even a two two. Nope. Garbage. When it enters the battlefield, choose one. Put a plus one plus one counter on it, so it's a three two. Be three two. Or put a one one white spirit creature token flying onto the battlefield. I hate to say it, but I think you have to keep this one. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of comparable to Blade Splicer, right? Blade Slicer, is that the Blade name of it? Blade Splicer. So Blade Splicer is a 1-1 one, one creature, right? right? That made a 3-3 three, three golem, right. okay? So what's better, a 1-1, one, one, uh, so what's better, 4 power including a 1-1 one, one and a 3-3 three, three golem, or 3 power that includes a flyer? I mean, probably the golem. Like, the 3-3, three, three, like, the idea was, like, that you got, like... A little more tough. I don't know. I agree with you, by the way. Yeah. And Blade Slicer was one of the best cards in its format. Sure. So, like, so you think this this lowly common is is a keeper? I mean, like, what if you were comp- competing, come combining it with that O four wall? Sure. Right. I just look. I don't know how to value some of these cards. I just know that this card is, seems like somewhat similar to a card that was pretty good. It was actually very good that people actually played and like. The 1-1 one, one here is better than the 1-1 one, one on Blade Slicer, right? And I don't know... I mean, 
A 3-3 golem is probably better than the, just the random 2-1 body. But one of these guys has flying. Sure. I wanted to keep the lantern kami. <laughs> I'm not deleting it. You, okay, what do you think? That's fine. Uh, soul summons. Snap keep. I think this card's really good. I don't have it at really good, but I think it's fine. Like, if there's a, if there's a white-green, like, uh, manifest deck. There is, you just said. There is now a white yeah. green manifest that could like, exist this, in this, your imagination. This card, this card is a big part of that, right? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of manifest cards in green that you would strongly consider playing. There's a strong incentive to play green morph-based strategy. I'd like to get secret plans in there, yeah. uh, but I, I don't mind getting travel. Uh, I don't mind getting uh, trail of trail mystery. mystery in there. And yeah, and then you get you get. I guess are there enough just mono green incentive to play morph stuff? If there is, and you don't really need Secret Plans, you just play Trail of Mystery on turn two, and then everybody's a Borderland Ranger, and you have, like, Upside for Master of Pearls. Sure. You just randomly play just, Soul like, Summons. Just, it up a little bit. I don't think you have to. I think you just play Green-White. Yeah. I was going to say, do you have an Overrun, but Master of Pearls is your Overrun? Master of Pearls is your Overrun. Yeah, and you um, get, and you get uh, <coughs> the Hooded Hydra. What is the trigger on Secret Plans? Plus, plus, plus on offense, right? Plus. Uh, no, no, no. Tra so, Trail of Mystery... Is when you Borderland when Ranger, you, when you, Borderland Ranger, and when you flip, uh, the creature that gets flipped gets plus two plus two. Until oh, that's turn. really good. Yeah, Secret Plans is face down creatures get plus o oh, plus one, and then, and then draw when card. You flip, draw card. Yeah, um, yeah. I think this card is very playable. I think I think I would at least try to play a green white morph deck because of this. Maybe at like a store tournament, like the Uncommons, on a Tuesday night, but maybe not at like an open. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> what so do you think about that? I, I think that's fair. <laughs> uh, I think that this is probably your wallpaper. Yeah, this is my wallpaper. Soulfire sure. Grandmaster. 1W for a T2 Human Monk. So cheaper than the Monastery Mentor. Yeah. For a T2. Lifelink. And then instant and sorcery spells you control have lifelink. Wow, that's just a great card, Brian. <laughs> So it's a 2-2 two, two lifelink it. else. for two, and instant and sorcery cards you have have lifelink. So all my all my lightning strikes are now lightning helixes. My stoke the flames are now war leaders helixes. Wow, you sold me. This is a great card. I would play it. And what? <laughs> There's two. even more text. Two is it is it. The next time you would cast an instant or sorcery spell from your hand this turn, put that card into your hand instead of into your graveyard as it resolves. That's all right. insane. Yeah, so basically... So it gives all your spells basically... buyback Buyback for four. So the thing that's crazy about this card is when I saw that it's I'm like, wow, this is perfect in red-white. Obviously, I've got red-white on the brain. I played red-white recently, did well in, yeah. a, in a top four in a super IQ. Um, I'm like, oh, red-white, red-white, red-white. This card is awfully good... In blue decks. <laughs> like, like, wow, what if you just dig through time every turn? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or treasure cruise or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Ugh. Yeah, so we agree. Yeah, no, this card's gross. <laughs> I think this card is a strong contender for number one overall in the set. I don't think it's by, number by one the way, in the by set, the way, but just going strong back contender. for a second to a card that you talked about earlier. Yeah. You know, something like... Uh, pressure point. Yeah. Where suddenly you're like, at, you know, assuming you're not, I don't know why you're playing this card with the Soulfire Grandmaster, but like for six mana, you're like, you know, tap that, draw a card, and I still well, have Well, it's actually tap that, draw two cards, right? You'd redraw the pressure point, and then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you still have the pressure point in your hand. Well, I mean, not to be too stupid, but like, 
If you had a Soulfire Grandmaster and a pressure point and six mana, and your opponent were playing blue white control with a Pearl Lake Ancient, he probably loses the game. <laughs> I mean, it's like. It's like by the way, your pressure point has lifelink. <laughs> Not to be too stupid, but like he's like, I cannot. What was the, what was the card you loved from uh, you, you loved from from Ravnica block? Red, deal four damage or overload it. Return to Ravnica block. Return to Ravnica. Mizium Mortar. Mizium Mortar. Can yeah. you imagine Mizium Mortaring with this? Uh, you know what? I, no, I really can imagine. It's just playing this card in the same deck as Anger the Gods. Just play this on turn two. Your opponent's up. It doesn't matter how big your opponent's guys are. Let's say he goes. Then he goes Hordling Outburst. And for whatever reason, you're like, you know what? I don't think I can beat a Hordling Outburst, even though I have a guy that's bigger than oh, sure. three thirds of your Hordling Outburst tokens and untapped mana. I will just cast Anger of the Gods now, right? Yeah. And your Anger of the Gods is going to now deal twelve points of damage, right? There's four creatures in play, three tokens from your side, and one Soulfire Grandmaster on my side. So I'm just gonna Life Link for twelve. That's that's knocking futz. Yeah. It's knocking futz. So we're, we're saving. Uh, that's my wallpaper. Yeah. Okay. Valor Stance, one W for an instant, uncommon. Choose one. Target creature gains undestructible into a turn, or destroy target creature with toughness four or greater. <sighs> hard to cut this one. It's hard. It, it actually is kind of hard, right? I mean, it's an interesting card. It's, it's essentially a counterspell or a Doomblade. It's very situational. Hard to cut this one. But a lot of things are hard. Uh, Do it. I mean, is this card? Oh, it's too late. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Wandering champion. One W for a three-one human monk. His name is Champion. How could he not be good? Whenever wandering champion deals combat damage to a player, if you control a red or blue permanent, you may discard a card. If you do draw a card. And yet, <laughs> deleted. Deleted? Even really a three-one for two? You don't think? Yeah, I think. Do you think his? I don't think it's very good. I, I mean, I don't think two ones for one are very good. I don't think three ones for two are very. Who even cares? He loots sometimes. Like I'm fine. That's fine. I'm oh, fine. The, on, so ward scale dragon four ww for dragon uh, flying. As long as ward scale dragon is attacking, defending player can't cast spells. It's a four four. Four to four four for six. It's an uncommon dragon. The uncommon I'm dragons just, are pretty bad. I'm just gonna go ahead and delete uncommon dragons. All right, so we're through white. Do you want? Do you want to just do colorless, including including artifacts? I would like to do that. You want to just do that on this on this one cast? Well, I don't think we're gonna do another one tonight because it's freezing. <laughs> my hands are already falling out of my. I offer to go to the. I think that I using. I'm gonna cast blue and preordain that we're not gonna do another All cast right. tonight. All right. No, so, no, I want to do that one last. Okay. So. Um, Let's go to uh, artifacts. There's not, not not a ton of artifacts. I, good, set. good, because I'm freezing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay, so artifacts. So Goblin Boom Keg, four mana. Ooh, that's an interesting picture. Yeah, there's some. Like I said, there's some really good art in this set. But they don't have very, a very very fun, like very like <clears throat> loose, cartoony, not as realistic like as they've I, gone. I don't really like the art from Theros block because it's like that sort of. Um, inspired by like frescoes or whatever sure, which i yeah, just don't yeah. personally like that I, I understood where they were going with it yeah um this i like more but at least that art like seems kind of unified to me yeah this is like this seems kind of all over the place would you agree i wonder if that has to do with the time travel theme like the like oh, okay theme, like art from different eras of magic okay Maybe. i could i could see that goblin boom keg four mana artifact at the beginning of your upkeep sacrifice goblin boom keg pretty straightforward 
Why would I ever do this? When Goblin Boom King is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, it deals three damage to target creature or player. So four mana, delayed blast, lightning bolt? Yes. My god, can you delete it faster? <laughs> that cold, huh? Uh, Hero's Blade. Is this the one that's combo with the blue card? Yes. I so it's a save, right? It's, it's auto a save if it's the if it's combo with the blue card. I believe it is. I have to... Go, look, go find the... It's all right. We're going to look up the blue card just because... Um, just because, uh, just to c c confirm the card. So, renowned weaponsmith is the card you're thinking of. So, renowned weaponsmith nope. is, is not Hero's Blade. What is it? Oh, it's Heart Piercer Bow. It's Heart Piercer Bow, which is in the pat previous set, or Vial of Dragonfire, which, which is probably in the next set. Okay. Yeah. So, if it's not Hero's Blade, then we actually have to evaluate it correctly. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Hero's Blade is two mana. It's an equipment. Equipped creature gets plus three, plus two. That is not the best for a two-mana equipment. <laughs> Whenever a legendary creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may attach Hero's Blade to it. Automatically, for free, otherwise equipped for. Really? Really? So, the, so I mean, you get this out... The incentive is you get this out in front of Anna, Fenza, or Brimaz, right? Those are really sure. the... Or, or Isamaru. I'm talking about him. Look, but no, Hero's Blade has to be in play, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Isamaru's under Hero's Blade. just play something else and then play this and then play Isamaru. Wow, that's terrible. So it, you could play this on turn two, but then there's lots of legendary creatures on turn three that you would want to play. Or even like Sadisi Brood Tyrant, right? right. That's yeah. a card you might yeah, want to yeah, play. Yeah. Actually, the legends are pretty good. Like There's uh, a lot of cheap legends in this set, too. Yeah, but I just don't... Th I think, like, what's... Like, the, like you want a three-mana legend. That's what you Like, want. Tassiger is too good. He's too good for this. Yeah, no, Tassiger wants <laughs> nothing to do with this. Like, I, I was looking for somebody at work, and they're like, oh, I think that, that she's in the lunchroom. I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, she's not in the lunchroom. <laughs> Never been in the lunchroom in her life. <laughs> so Might be at Maggiano's. I mean... <laughs> you want to delete this? I don't think it's very good. Okay. Do you like it? No, I'm not. Uh, huge stone retainers. Uh, three mana for a 4-4. Four, four. Wow, that's, that's promising. Golem. Uh, cast huge stone retainers only if you've cast another spell this turn. Oh, man, if this were like one or two mana for a 4-4 four, four with the same restriction, I'm still not sure it would be good enough to play. Yeah, I don't, I don't see this happening. Uh, Pilgrim of the Fires, seven mana for a 6-4. First Strike Trample. Wow, you're and very fast on the delete. I am very fast on well, the delete. <laughs> Spate Reforged is not reforging very many artifacts. No, no. Scroll of the Masters. <clears throat> Two for an artifact. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a lore counter on Scroll of the Masters. Three, tap. Target creature you control gets plus one, plus one until end of turn for each lore counter on Scroll of the Masters. This is probably... A, a limited bomb. This is pro I was actually going to say, this is probably a card that will be... Grossly overvalued and limited early on. Uh, I think it's. I think this card's a, a, probably a limited bomb. Uh, I'm putting it on grossly overvalued and limited early on. It's, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm saying it'll be overvalued. You have to build a deck around this. Yeah, you, you just have to play some creatures after. You... Oh, well, it no, doesn't do anything. Yeah, no. I thought it was cre. No, you're no, right. it's grossly no, overvalued no, early just, on. Just get, get the hell out of here. Uh, Ugin's construct. Four mana for four five. When Ugin's Contract enters the battlefield, sacrifice a permanent that's one or more colors. How could they make it so bad? And goodbye. Lands are colorless. Let's see if we can do better.
Crucible of the Spirit Dragon. Crucible of the Spirit Dragon has tap and one to your mana pool. A time-honored ability in magic. I can get behind that. And then it has one tap, put a storage counter on Crucible of the Spirit Dragon. You and I have both played cards that have this kind of text before. Fungal reaches, let's say. Yeah. Uh, now, then it has tap, remove X storage counters from Crucible of the Spirit Dragon, add X mana in any combination of colors to your mana pool, spend this mana only to cast dragon spells, or activate abilities of dragons. Is... Is Ugin a dragon planeswalker? No. no just a planeswalker. <laughs> just a planeswalker. I mean... Would it have... It's in the same set. Would it have killed them to make him a dragon planeswalker? <laughs> Apparently. Thoughts? This is so close to being a playable card. It really is. And yet... <laughs> I, I've, I've looked. It's so close to being a playable card. I, I, you can't delete it. It's hard to delete lands, I, I, I but... I deleted it. I, I don't... I just... Just like what? By the time you get to the like, what are you doing? Splashing like off-color dragons? Like by the time? No, you, you just cast the dragons with it. Sure, but you could also just cast your dragons. I think that next set's like, going to have a ton of dragons. Sure. Maybe. I, I Is that it? That was all the colorless yes. until Ugin. Yes, and then we have Ugin the Spirit Dragon. So we saved a total of one. Yeah. Colorless card. Yeah, this is to me. This is my wallpaper. I think this card's. I love this card. You think this is the best card out, out of the cards we've talked about in this segment? Yeah, I like this better than Soulfire Grandmaster. No way, man! Soulfire Grandmaster is a master. Uber the station wagon is. <laughs> uh, my my toes are cold. Eight mana. For planes Why don't we Ugin. have an inside place to podcast? I, I, I offered one. You you were like, no, it's, no, it's fine. I have a coffee in my hand. My and toes are falling The off. sun's up when we're talking. <laughs> what happened? The sun went down at like 5 p.m. <laughs> I just want to be warm, mommy. All right, Ugin the Spirit Dragon. Planeswalker Ugin. Uh, seven mana. I mean, seven loyalty when it comes into play. Yeah. Uh, plus two. Ugin the Spirit Dragon deals three damage to target creature or player. So it comes down, kills something, goes up to nine loyalty. Yep. Pretty insane. Minus X, exile each permanent with converted mana cost X, that or less. That's one or more colors. So you can't get morphs. You can't like hit morphs or manifests with this ever. Okay. Because it has to have, it's only going to hit colored permanents. Uh, Racist, sure. Yeah. And then minus 10, you gain seven life, draw seven cards. Then put up to seven permanent cards from your hand onto the battlefield. So this card is like equal, oh, sorry, sorry, opposite and slightly less good in every way than Nickel Bolas Planeswalker, right? Is so, it? yeah, his middle ability is not powerful enough to kill Nickel Bolas, but Nickel Bolas' middle ability murders the hell out of Ugin, and Nickel Bolas is still there. Yeah, except this guy just costs eight colorless, and Nickel Bolas costs like. Some, you know, Car colors that you would play if you were playing a Cobalt. Like, and that you, you know. probably have by the time you have sure. enough mana to cast. Sure. And then their ultimates like mirror each other too, yeah, though, yeah. right? So one of them's like cruel ultimatum, the other one is like. This, this card goes right into. Is going to go right into standard, though, isn't it? I mean, I think you might see blue white control decks that play four. Right. I think that's possible. I mean, if the Dragon Land could cast him, yeah, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh wow, maybe this card would be economical Blade to play at like three Ugin mana, you know? Like, um, imagine it only costs you two or three mana to cast this card. Wow, people would play it. Yeah. But no, eight. It's tough, you know? I, I don't think there's a single deck in Standard that 
maybe like boss sly who wants to play against this like you just play it on eight and then just minus x and kill everything the opponent's got then they spend their next turn killing your ugin then you play your next ugin how do you feel about tom ross and johnny finkel on the same team on the same team for the pro tour um have we not talked about this no it's funny i talked to a bunch of different of their teammates about it actually separately yeah i mean how do i feel about it i don't know what, what do you mean it's exciting two of my favorite magicians yeah, exactly like right. nicest magician in the world tom ross meanest magicians in the world <laughs> tom martell and john finkel tom martell's not on the team what tom martell is not on the team tom martell's playing with channel fireball oh is he on the rogue squad with no. ben stark and no he's not he's on channel fireball classic who have teamed up with team face-to-face games like the channel fireball like classic team with is, with our sponsors yes they've, boss teamed up boss. With, they've, they've teamed up with jacob wilson and alexander hayne and sam party and those guys they're like the channel and tom mortel yeah and they're like a 20 person team which is insane well it's funny because tom martell is actually the celebrity guest on uh floors rewards friday this week i <laughs> talked to him about this yeah. well i mean it, it comes down to like the the john's team has pretty hard and fast bylaws oh yeah, yeah. you and have so to be at the pro tour you have to be at the pro tour and you can't play in a gp the weekend before you cannot if you're 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 not able like if you're gonna play in the gp the weekend before they don't want you you can't play tests with the team and martell's like it's a team gp it's in san jose I got to, and like they, I think they knew this a long time out that that was gonna happen. What? So let me think for a second. Who 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 runs that rule? Do you do you know? The team. It's the team bylaws. John and Tom drew that up. I mean, I know that they've bent it before. Well, I know people that they've bent it for. <laughs> Very good friends with some of them that, that have shown up for the pro tour two days before and still been allowed to be with the team. Well, um, maybe that led to bylaws. <laughs> I mean, and then the, those people got kicked off the team for the next pro tour. Yeah. And then go. they proceeded to top eight. <laughs> like, <laughs> tough rules, man. That's, that's going to be interesting uh, landscape for the team this year. Yeah, then. Yeah. And, then, and then obviously you, you alluded to the other team. Like, So Sam Black's also not on, on, on Pantheon for this event. So who's on Pantheon for this event? I mean, well, no, there's the Rogue Squadron, right? Just, it's yeah. like... Sperling Sam, Sam, and Sam's on the Rogue Squadron. No, no, no. The one with like Sperling yes. and Ben Stark. Yes, Ben Stark, Sperling, Bob Marr, Gary Wise, Sam Black. Uh, I forget everyone. Wait, else so it's just the Hall of Fame team? Yeah, well, I mean, the Hall of Fame team remains Pantheon. Pantheon's gonna have seven Hall of Famers. But I'm just saying, the team that you declared had all the players you named except for Sam uh, Black. <laughs> well, and, no, no, and, and Sperling. Sperling's yeah. not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but it's Rietzel Stark. Rachel Stark, Sperling, Wise, Black, Bob Maher, Dave Williams, and then like a Lucas Seau, uh, Andrew Beckstrom. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he was just on the U.S. national team. Well, the Rogue Squadron is interesting. Yeah, I, that's not their name, is, right? But no, now no, it they is. don't have they don't have a name yet. Now it is. Yeah, yeah. All right. So quickly, let's 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 wrap this up. Let's just talk about what we... Quick saves, okay. So my, my wallpaper is Ugin. Okay. From, from White Colorless. If that card is not very bad. Uh, I we agree. saved Absent Advantage. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> but we're, but we're going to delete it now, so it's gone. Uh, a Ration Cleric. Also doesn't make the second yeah. card. All right. <laughs> uh, Citadel Siege, we're going to keep. Keep, keep that one. Uh, Jeskai Barricade. If those other two didn't make the cut, this guy's not making the cut either. All right, good. 
Uh, Mardu Wu Ripper, Reaper is definitely staying. And I'm not happy about it. I know it. you're not happy about it, but it's going to get played. Yes, it is. It actually might get played in bigger formats. Yeah. Uh, Master of the Unseen, card we're both interested in. Yeah, it's probably not very good, but I don't want to cut it. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Monastery Mentor. All right. maybe, Obviously. The card you seem to think maybe, I feel like you're saying maybe is a little overhyped. Uh, it's probably better in modern than it is in standard. Okay. Pressure point. We're keeping this one. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's like a... It's I, like, I'm trying to... I'm trying to okay, delete listen. it, but Mike okay. has his finger on my neck listen, and I can't move I'm going to tell you arm. something, okay? I'm, I'm, so, I'm sure you have all these universes in your head, right? Like, you do. You tell me about them sometimes, and yeah. some of them get made into games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of, one of the ones I have in my head. Like a lone warrior <laughs> who's, like, super good at fighting who beats a kaiju. A whole kaiju, like a... Yeah. Like, Godzilla yeah. off camera. So like all this other stuff's happening elsewhere, and they're like, "Oh man, we just got to like we'll call him BDM for yeah. sake of argument." Sure. Okay. I mean, like, so, but like, really, in your head, you're calling him Michael J. Yeah, like, we, we can call him Michael J. If you want, okay. <laughs> so let's call him Michael J. Just because you wanted to. Sure. Okay. So they're like, "Oh, like you see, like early Michael." So what happens is like one of the things is like, have you ever heard the marshmallow test? It's yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. it's it's the. So for those of you who don't know the marshmallow test, it's like the it's like the single most predictive test that you can give a child to see if they'll be successful long term, which is like you say you put a marshmallow in front of them. It's like if you you can have this marshmallow now or if you wait like what is it like 20 minutes or something, you can have two marshmallows. I don't know. I've right? never waited. Yeah. <laughs> so I love marshmallows. Yeah, so, so if they wait, they can like they can like have two marshmallows later. So it's basically the ability to delay gratification now in order for greater gains. OK, right. so like. Part of his origin story is like he's poor and he's like in the slums of India or something. And then like some like people are seeing if they can find talented people in uh, not like affluent areas. So like amongst like starving children, they're like trying to do the marshmallow test. And he not only withstands the marshmallow test, but he like kills the other children and takes their extra marshmallows. Okay, <laughs> All right. So so uh, like this guy, he grows to be like this great warrior, right? And then you're just like, oh shoot, man, London's getting stomped by a kaiju. And like we got all the kind of things to worry about. Like there's like kaiju attacking like multiple sure. cities multiple or targets. Your multiple targets or like I don't know alien invasion. There's like so all kinds of crap going on. So they're like, don't worry, we're just gonna, Michael J is gonna take care of it. And he just doesn't even have anything. He doesn't have a crowbar, right? And you're just like just a dude who grew up in the slums who passed the marshmallow test against a kaiju, <laughs> and he beats him, but it's off camera, so we don't know how. <laughs> what do you think? So what do you, there's just a dead kaiju in kids, London. That's why you should play Pressure Point in Standard. <laughs> because I had this idea. This is what, I got a lot of ideas. That's one of them now. You like that? Come I, on. That's, that's a good one, right? It's a marshmallow test superhero. R Rally the Ancestors. Yeah, we're, we're getting seed rhinos with it. Uh, Sandstep Outcast. Uh, it's probably not good enough. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Soul Summons. We'll keep that good one. Enough. Soul Fire Grandmaster. That's my wallpaper. That's wallpaper. And that's, and that's it. it. So, wait, four one, keeps in two, white. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, eight keeps, keeps in, in white. white. And Ugin the Spirit Dragon. And uh, your wallpaper is Ugin, my wallpaper is Soulfire Grandmaster. And no other colorless cards. No other colorless cards. You even made the keep pile. Okay. Um, that was white and colorless. And we will be back soon for blue, red, for Uberg. black, Uberg. and other color. Yeah. All right, this has been on Michael J, a.k.a. the guy, you know, who beats, beats the kaiju. Yeah. <laughs> and BDM. And BDM. All right, bye-bye.